Is it okay. good? I think so. <laughs> Jocelyn Brennan, how the heck are you? I'm doing so great. I'm happy to be here with you again. I'm really excited because I got my own green screen. So we're like at the same beach. We are. Of. We we love we love the the them beaches. Um, but talk to me about your hair. Did you just get it done or did you do that yourself? Yeah. Oh, does it do you think so? Oh, that's yeah. nice. There's something to say about getting your hair done and making it last for three days, but if you did that all by your glory, I'm proud of you. Good job. Thanks. I'm actually like, a, I'm running a little ragged today because I cooked for the leadership retreat this weekend, which oh, was yeah. amazing. Yeah, was it? it was great. Saw yeah, the it was exhausting, but so cool. It was great. I'll have to cut on another episode. I'll, I'll talk more about it, but it was, it was great. It, class three is going to be fantastic. Mm, that's very exciting. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures and everyone was smiling. It was in Margarita, right? Yeah, San Margarita, beautiful weekend. They actually had that um, Spartan race. The Spartan race there this weekend too. So there was a lot going on in San Margarita, but uh, the weather was beautiful and um, the class is off to a really strong start. Ah, fantabulous. Good job. Nicely done. All right, why don't you introduce our first guest? Okay, well, we have Terry Banish oh. from the city of Tascadero here. Did you Hi, hear Terry. the growling? Did you hear the growling? I did. I did. Is that the puppy? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh. It wasn't me. <laughs> I think it's Jack. Maybe not. There you go. Terry Banish, how the heck are you? I'm good. Not as good as both of you. I'd like to be at the beach. That'd be great. But I'm in this office in this echoey chamber, but hopefully it's not too echoey. <laughs> but yes, yeah, Spartan was awesome. We were out there working the Visit Slow Cal booth and had quite a bit of people, a lot of activity both days. So it was, um, it was awesome to see all the teams out there and the kids out there doing the kids Spartan run and all of that. So um, yeah, beautiful in Santa Margarita. And then at her table, just finished in a Tascadero on Sunday. So yay for the street fair. They had about 22 vendors and all the different businesses were, um, you know, just doing a good job with offering a lot. So it was, it was a lot of fun to see that. But now we have beer. So we got beer coming up. We have, yes. So we have our Central Coast. Yes. <laughs> Central Coast Craft Beer Festival on March 26th. And right now tickets are on sale for that. It's 12 to four if you wanna be a VIP and basically 60 bucks for that early hour entry, that 12 to one and then one to four is 50 bucks. And there's about 55 breweries. It's their fourth annual event that they're putting on right here in Sunken Gardens in Atascadero on Saturday, the 26th of March. They'll have 55 local craft breweries. So if that's oh, not enough. Atascadero? Yeah. 55 breweries in Atascadero? 55 breweries in Atascadero. Wow. Yeah. Plus, uh, Ghost Monster, DJ Hectic, the bands. So a lot of things, a lot of long games, cornhole, obviously. <laughs> so a lot of fun. Go online to visit atascadero.com, get your tickets before they sell out. And also catch up to the downtown businesses. We have quite a few businesses in the downtown on Entrada and Traffic Way and a lot of different um, wine bars and uh, craft breweries and all of that to see and visit. So then this coming lucky day of March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, tickets go on sale for our eighth annual brew at the zoo. So you can party with the animals and get out to the Charles Paddock Zoo on April 30th. 
and that's from 5.30 to 9. And we will have the Vibe Setters and also uh, Garden Party is our other band. And we're working on all the breweries and kombucha and seltzers and wine and cider and all that now. So, you know, if you're interested in participating, go to visitatascadero.com. So you could be we like- have so a, much going on there. It's amazing how yeah, you I feel like to keep up with it all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Party animals or be a party animal? I, I I'm trying to differentiate like which one's more cool, but that sounds really awesome. Well, <laughs> there's that sound again. There's that Jack again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's a lot happening. We have a spring concert series too that starts April 2nd through the 23rd in the downtown, and that will be every Saturday from four to six. And so come see, you know, your your favorite band. We have a lot of different bands in the lineup. So, and also an opportunity to come down to one of our many restaurants and our breweries and just really enjoy a Tascadero. Come check us out if you haven't in a while. A lot is changing. We have La Plaza going in. We have all kinds of stuff happening. So. Good place to be. Yeah. I love that Absolutely. little thing. Mm-hmm. It's well, cool. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Terry. Bye. Here we are again. Well, now we have Laura, who this is her first time on the program. She is the new economic development manager for the County of San Luis Obispo. And we should probably start by just uh, asking Laura, what is economic development uh, mean to you? And, you know, it's always means different things to different people. Um, so in terms of, you know, the county of San Luis Obispo, Laura, hi, and what is economic development really? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jocelyn and Andrew, for having me on. I'm really pleased to be here today. Um, and that is such a good question, Jocelyn. It's a good thing I'm new to the job because I think that was actually one of my interview questions a few months ago when I started. So let's see if I can still pull it out of my hat. But um, I think it's a really important and good question because economic development can mean so many things to different people. And that's actually one of the challenges of starting this role, particularly since this is a new role for the county and new position. Um, and so traditionally that means your classic business retention, business attraction, um, business expansion. You know, how can we in the government um, for, uh, further those goals, help support those businesses that already exist here, help retain um, uh, businesses if they're having challenges or how do we attract new businesses. And so that's a key focus here. And that means spending a lot of time with our chambers of commerce, our colleagues in the um, And then there's a whole host of other activities that can fall into. Um, and, you know, it seems like you guys on this podcast addressed it a lot. And a lot of conversations about what's going on with the business community here comes back to a lot of the key challenges that the community faces in terms of housing issues, cost of living issues, um, uh, homelessness sometimes comes up in part of that, labor shortages. And so you can kind of get into all these different enabling factors um, for um, economic development, infrastructure, childcare, all that good stuff. It all kind of supports economic development. And in order to achieve those goals of business attra attraction, retention, and expansion, you need to have all those other factors in place, that, that system. So where I fit in on that is um, coming to the discussion when there's, uh, you know, bringing that point of view for the county um, on some of those regional collaboration issues, on some of those sticky issues. Um, 
So that's kind of my second bucket. I'd say that first bucket was the classic definition. The second bucket I get involved in is those enabling factors for economic development. And then the third bucket is some of these really big challenging policy issues that our county faces, such as the closure and, and, and reuse options for Diablo Canyon, um, looking at what the offshore wind potential is here, um, how, you know, how we fit into that energy transition and a lot of the enthusiasm that that comes from the energy industry here in this county. Um, and so that's some of the cool things that I get to be engaged in. And that's um, what's really exciting about this role. Yeah. And what an exciting time just coming out of COVID and all the, you know, the federal and state funding that's coming down, um, especially the ARPA funding. So I know you wanted to talk about that. First of all, what does ARPA stand for? What is ARPA? ARPA, yes. So it is um, stands for the American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA. Um, and that is a piece of federal legislation that was passed by Congress in March of 2021. So we're actually at the one-year anniversary um, for ARPA. And you may have seen a lot of headlines about this, but um, a lot of funding was directed to the state and local governments. Um, and all of it is intention is to help um, communities recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so the county of San Luis Obispo received a share of about $55 million. Um, in June of last year, the board um, voted on how to allocate that $55 million. So I can just give you. Um, Laura, I think you might have got muted on accident, maybe hit a mute button or something oh. happened there. There we go. There we go. You're back. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Oh, where did it go? I had that. There we go. 55 million is a lot. Yeah. And it I was, know that it some was of a lot of money. And I had um, I had that little chart up and it's disappearing. But um, there was about 14 million that was set aside for the public health emergency. We have, mm -hmm. so that's, you know, helping our uh, public health staff um, respond to the crisis. There was um, a pot of 6 million that went into homeless services. Um, there was about 10 or 11 million that went into the restoration of government services. Um, and um, we had 9 million that was set aside to support uh, businesses, nonprofits, and childcare, which I can talk a little bit more about. Um, and so let me, where did, did I hit all 9 million? I don't know if I'm going through that, that actually got to your 9 million, but. Um, that, sound, that sounds, I know, that sounds, sounds like quite the credentials. What did I, yeah, the 14, nine, yeah, actually I hit all of it. Oh, the one thing I forgot, which is very important is that 15 million for water, sewer and broadband. So you put it all together and that's where you get to the um, that full 55 million. And so um, over the past of the past six months after the board voted on that allocation, um, the county staff has been working with outside partners and um, the community to determine what's the best and most efficient way to get these resources out to the community and to help the community recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so most recently, actually today at the Board of Supervisors meeting, we brought forward two really important pieces of that puzzle. Um, one of them was the small business grants, which we're very excited about. Um, the county has previously done two prior rounds of COVID-19 relief grants for businesses. Um, and we've taken a lot of the learnings on how that went and um, really instituted what I think is a very robust program. And so your listeners might be interested to know that we'll have about $500,000 available in grant funding to small businesses. Um, in order to be eligible, uh, businesses should be located here in San Luis Obispo County, of course, and then have um, 25 employees or fewer. So businesses with between one to 10 would be eligible for up to 5,000 and businesses between 11 and 25 would be up, eligible of up 
to um, $10,000 grants. Um, and the ways that people would be able to qualify for that um, is if you can demonstrate that you've suffered a negative financial impact because of the pandemic, such as you, know, you had closures that impacted your business or a decrease in revenue, something like that. Or if you had increased costs because of the pandemic, say, for example, you needed to buy um, a bunch of personal protective equipment or make some changes to your physical space to accommodate the pandemic. Those would all be the types of expenses and eligible uses that you could um, apply for this funding for. It's a pretty short application. It's actually just two and a half pages. The first page is um, just information, general information about your business. The second page asks how the pandemic has affected you, what you might use that funds for. So it's pretty, um, it's pretty simple. And we're um, starting to do outreach on that in the um, today, actually, over the next two weeks, our applications will be posted live for people to start filling out on April 1st, um, and they can find that information at slowcounty.ca.gov slash bizgrants, or you can also go just to our county homepage, and there's some links there from the homepage that's a little bit easier to, if you can't remember that URL, and that's where people can find those applications and get those resources. Um, and I think something that's really exciting about this program is that we have um, partnered with the Chambers of Commerce. So we have the uh, contract with Paso Robles Chamber of Commerce, who's the lead entity on behalf of the Central Coast Coalition of Chambers. Um, and that's a partnership worked out between our Workforce Development Board and the Chambers. And so we have um, business specialists in place at both the South County Chambers as well as at the Paso Robles Chamber of Commerce. And they're going to be really there to help businesses understand what the application is, um, what information they might need to apply. They'll be there to walk people through the whole process um, and uh, also connect them with other resources. Perhaps this grant program isn't the best fit for a business or businesses have other types of needs or challenges they're facing. Those business specialists will be best placed to help um, connect those businesses with whatever resources might be most appropriate for them. Um, so I think that's an important um, feature of this program. Not only are we doing a lot of robust outreach over the next couple of weeks to make sure that the word gets out, businesses know how to access these resources, but also that we have people in place that can really help them through this process. Because we know it's a really challenging time to be a business. You know, not only have they been having to deal with all the challenges of the pandemic and what that meant for um, how they conduct operations and how they do staff, but we also know there has been just myriad of different resources from the federal, state, and local level in terms of um, supporting them through the pandemic. And it can be a big challenge to navigate that, figure out what they're eligible for, what's a good fit, what's even worth applying for. And um, that's why we're trying to make that process as easy as possible. And oh, okay, so this sounds amazing. So this just like in, instituted today, and then yes. first is yes. which day, and is there a deadline as far as when businesses can apply for? Yeah, so we just got the funding approved today. So the Board of Supervisors gave their sign off that um, this program is funded. Um, and so for the next, uh, between now, which is um, March 15th and April 1st, um, we're gonna be doing a bunch of outreach. So we have um, a press release went out. We're doing some paid social media campaigns. Those business specialists I mentioned in the Chambers of Commerce actually have lists of, um, businesses with the, the right number of employees who may be eligible and some of those most impacted industries. So they'll be going out directly to those businesses to promote it. So we're gonna be doing a bunch of outreach and then April 1st hits and that's when the application actually goes live. Mm -hmm. I think it might be in, important for businesses to know that it is gonna be done on a first come first serve basis. 
So I would encourage anybody who is interested now to go ahead and take a look at our website and connect with those business um, specialists at the chambers to see what type of questions they might have um, and make sure they kind of have their ducks in a row so that they're ready to go on the first. And then I would encourage them to submit that application at the earliest opportunity. And there are a lot that's of, how many did they say? I'm sorry, Jocelyn. Uh, yeah, so it's 500,000. Um, so that's gonna work out between 50 and 100 grants. Okay. Depending on the size of the business, because some of them will be 5,000, some will be 10,000. Right, 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 right. Wow, that's pretty exciting news, all that transpired today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty excited about it too. Um, we know that this is something that, um, you know, it's a big need in our community. We know how much the business community has, um, you know, the challenges they've experienced. Um, but I will say that just um, one of the things I love most about my job is I get to spend a lot of time speaking with uh, the business community here. And um, I'm just so impressed by how resilient they are. Um, how creative they are, um, yeah. how they have really bonded together and supported each other and come together to help each other through this and share information and resources. And I think that's actually what makes San Luis Obispo and the, this whole region um, so very special because there is that collaborative spirit and um, a lot of really amazing entrepreneurs out there that we should be very proud of. Couldn't agree more, right, Joss? Well said. I do have one follow-up question. Is there any um, preference or um, you know weight given to the businesses in the unincorporated areas, or is it just level playing field if you're in a city or unincorporated area of the county? Yeah, level. It's a level playing field. Um, I think one of the prior grant rounds that was in maybe twenty early spring of twenty twenty one was just for the unincorporated area, but for this one, um, it's both. So you could be incorporated area or unincorporated area. And um, we are attempting to do a, um, a geographic spread across the county. So um, we'll be looking to award $100,000 per each current supervisorial district, just to try and see if we can serve businesses across the entire county. Right, that's great. That's gonna be such a big help to the businesses. Absolutely. So it goes live April 1st. Yes, but I would encourage people, as I said, to. Um, start looking at those materials now and start thinking about it now so they can get queued up and ready for April 1. Well, it sounds like it's a pretty easy process too. Just a couple pages, pages, not pages. What are pages? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody want to tell me what pages are? But no, pages to do, the, <laughs> to do the application process. Maybe that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And then Laura, I have a question for you. Where are all the places that you've lived? Oh, uh, well, I grew up here in San Luis Obispo, so I am very excited to be back here and living here in my community and um, closer to home, but uh, I have lived in a number of places. Um, uh, went to school in Chicago. Um, I did grad school in Washington, D.C., um, spent um, some time in uh, South Africa, a uh, little over a year in Jordan. Um, I lived in Singapore for a while, uh, Houston. Uh, San Francisco Bay Area, um, and a bunch of travel in between there. But those are those are the main ones. So I've lived in a lot of places, but um, I'm obviously biased towards slow. So I was when it was say, time. what's your place? <laughs> yeah, so it's good to be back. Good to be back home. Oh, how amazing though to be like! I bet your passport looks really pretty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although it kind of uh, coincidentally worked out that when. Um, I had a I had a baby right before the pandemic and the shutdown, and that's also when all travel stopped. So it kind of worked out that for my personal life, 
you know, it wasn't a good time to travel and nobody was traveling. So I didn't have any FOMO because everybody was stuck in the same place along with me. Um, so that kind of just worked out coincidentally timing wise. Um, but um, I will say whenever I was uh, living somewhere else, you know, sometimes I'd only make it home once a year, maybe twice a year. And um, it was always such a joy to come back. And I feel really privileged to have this role with the county and to be um, able to serve this community because it is so Aww. special. That is very well, special. <laughs> Laura, we wish you the best of luck in your new role. And thank you for all you're doing to get that ARPA funding out to the business community and for working with yeah. the chambers and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to be here today and maybe you can come back and give us an update on how it all yeah, got allocated yeah. and how it helped the businesses and yes, the impacts it's going to have. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say we did get through $3 million in funding for the childcare sector as well today using ARPA funds. Um, and we, um, we're also working through our process right now and a bunch of applications received um, for about $3 million in support to the nonprofit community. So we should be able to come back to the board and to the community with those funding decisions in a few weeks. Um, and so it's been, uh, there's a lot of good opportunities out there to help the community through the recovery. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to come on the podcast and share some of that with your, with your listeners and with you. Well, we Fantastic. can't thank you enough. Thank you for handling it like a boss too. <laughs> it's a privilege. Thank you. <laughs> Well, talking about businesses, this is the perfect segue to talk a little bit about Central Coast Strong. I know they went out to visit a business last week, this they week. Did. Yeah, they actually went to the airport, I believe it was. Perhaps Jack and Tiffany Hernandez of Central Coast Strong, among other things. Hi, hey, there. Are. Hello. Hey. <laughs> yes, we did. We went all the way to the airport. Not <laughs> about leaving while there, you know. Mm. Getting on a jet plane, like flying out of here. Yeah. Well, they actually. Toronto. We were kind of talking about that. You probably recognize it, like if you if you show it around, Katie. You can look. At the... <laughs> Katie's like, oh, don't make me move. <laughs> yeah. Don't make yeah. Me. Just so you know where they're at, and um, so that's exciting. So, tell us a little bit about what you offer. Like, what are the different things that the business? What could, could we can learn to fly? I well, can get my pilot we're a license. School and we okay. Can help you get your private pilot's license, your instrument rating, your commercial license, um, all the way up to uh, basically getting your CFI, which okay. is your certified flight instructor license, which allows you to then become an instructor yourself. So all those things that you just listed are all different, right? They have different qualifications for each of them. Okay. They can earn through the school, and they wow. go on to use however they wish. Yeah, that's, that's really uh, neat. Usually wow. leads to people being able to get uh, airline jobs and things like that. Oh, wow. You know, charter work, cargo. Yeah. So yeah. Hey. Ah! So, ah! so Jack did oh. not become a pirate. No. <laughs> the pirate pilot. Just a follow up from last time. He didn't go to pirate school. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was that, but you know. next time. I, I saw someone's plane and and. They were like, what? What are you doing? And yeah. <laughs> actually a pilot school, not pirate. Yeah. So it's SunWest Aviation, and it's the Settles that are part owners, and it's the old slow airport mm -hmm. is where they're located. But they also do small charters to different local areas. Yeah. and um, They can go internationally, too. Really? So cool. Yeah. So, so all the levels of, like, 
certifications that he had mentioned, do you have to like achieve one to get to the next to go to this one? Or do you know? I think it depends on what your end goal is. Cause it sounded so, like, yeah, like for, I think for certain, I guess if you want to fly like air, with airlines and stuff, mm-hmm. I think he said you have to have a certain amount of hours. So um, maybe it's hours, but yeah, it's, it seems yeah. pretty cool. If you want to travel like Laura, that's how you do it. I could, it, it's kind of cool. I mean, I'm sure it's really expensive to charter a plane, but it, it would be nice to not have to go through all the customs and like CSA <laughs> yeah. and all the things like yeah. this is me here I am here mm-hmm. I am and I'm here for the plane but while we were there there it was busy like they had people coming in and out and I think a lot of um people or their students are logging hours to become a commercial pilot like they have to have so many hours so it's not only flight school and learning how to fly a private airplane you know like if someone buys an airplane then has to learn how to fly it but also like if they I don't know if I'd ever buy an airplane without knowing how to fly it number one I'm scared of heights but I agree with what you're saying yeah yeah all the hours it's kind of like Mm -hmm. real estate you have to have so many hours before you can right Mm -hmm. yeah so it seems like a lot of people were there doing that and um, as, because as we were speaking to them, it's um, actually whoever has input with the county, that is one thing when you go in there, it's the original airport and they have like this back area and they would love to like add more to it and bring other businesses in. But I guess they kind of haven't been allowing them to do that. So they wish it could be aesthetically more pleasing. Mm -hmm. Well, when you can, I think that they're expanding too, right? As far as flight instructors, and I think I I talked to them once before, and they were really growing as far as students and Mm -hmm. and needing more space. Mm -hmm. Because they're kind of like you walk in, they're to the left in the back, and I know she wants it, you know, to look because it's like they're in an office space in the back, and she just wishes that they could allow other businesses like I thought oh, it'd be super cool to have like a coffee shop in here or hmm. right in the future <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there yeah manifesting that they will get their dream to have it beautified and <laughs> have other businesses there oh yeah mm-hmm. so just to clarify like the old terminal where it says San Francisco where you guys were that's where SunWest is operating out of mm-hmm. and then like all new terminal all fancy and everything mm-hmm. that's where, like the planes and mm-hmm. okay okay so although there like are the right. it's like to the right of it right but there were like flight private airplane i think they allow oh private you know what i mean people to fly out of that airport that have that own like a private charter like if they have their own airplane I think so. what has always boggled my mind is like mm-hmm. the logistics that go in with like, how do you get this airline and Alaskan and SunWest and all these people to fly in at the same time and then, you know, do their little thing down. I don't know what's called trailing tracking. Taxi. Taxi. I got the T right, but yeah, that's it. And then you go down that way and you're like, how, how do they do that? That's why those people are like, yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen <laughs> yeah. Die Hard? No. <laughs> yeah 
Freaky. Yeah. You sit in your chair and you just close your eyes and hope that you make it up in the air. <laughs> I know. If you listen to it, so so my I I know several people, but my husband would love to do it. But recently, I would say in the last year, he he not on a large plane, but like on smaller planes and boats will get motion sickness. So I was asking them if they thought um like what you do for that. And they were just saying that that because you're so you're concentrating so much that like if you're driving your car like an mm -hmm. example usually i'll get car sick but as long as i'm driving i'm fine yeah because yeah. i'm concentrating then i get car sick mm -hmm. because she drives bad you know so <laughs> i do Same no one ever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a mental thing, it really is. It's mind over matter sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it was enjoyable to go. It was very different than a lot of the the um, spotlights we've done. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. We tried to talk them into having a party like under the airplane hangar and like inviting them. Heck like, yeah. She was all for it. And he's like, well, I think, <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I don't know about that. <laughs> I go, it could be like a community event and super cool. Our brokerage, Big Block Realty in San Diego, their Christmas party is a, a huge hanger. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, if you could do it one place, you should be able to I do well, it. In California. Place. Why not? <laughs> so line up. Let's mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. But we had a good time. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what's happening next week? So next week we'll we'll come on the podcast and talk about uh, Deltina's coffee roasters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a lot today. of fun. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. They're from our hometown, so. Oh cool. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Change? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We were kind of waiting waiting until that was complete that way and I think that's really important for people to know because I noticed in our comments they people were happy to know it was still them right you know and I think us spreading the word that it's still oh. um Jack and Jill which I just love to say I do too <laughs> they don't even need a bucket or a hill they just have coffee on right? Bucket of coffee. <laughs> I was like, how cute is that? Well, it was funny when we were going back and forth. She's like, well, I'll just talk to Jack. And I was like, okay. Like, talk to my son. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And I, and then I was like, oh, her husband's yeah, in Jack. I was like, at first I thought, okay, if you'd rather talk to Jack, that's fine. <laughs> so so that wasn't oh my gosh it, have you got oh it smells so good in there I, I yeah they roast the coffee like, right there mm -hmm. so we did the interview by the roaster oh it was and then I we bought probably shouldn't talk too much I know anymore. I know that was oh <laughs> it's wait just, for it wait for it wait, wait for it next week I yeah. don't know if you guys need to wake up and just need to walk in there and smell the coffee like hello we're awake here we are here we are here we are well thank you guys you guys are amazing oh, thank you for course. everything that you're doing it's a lot of fun to have you on here and hear everything that you're doing too and yeah making well, everyone's life better too we and if people want to follow you guys how where do they find you on central, central coast strong central coast strong facebook group there's also one on instagram mm -hmm. but um 
I would, I mean, we post on both, but the Facebook group one seems to be a little bit more active. Well, there's only how many, many people are in that group now? Right? Um, I think 46 to 4,700. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, babysit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. It's cool. It's awesome. Yeah. It's even my go-to. The other day I was like, uh, I need a, you and I need a new um, appliance repair person or, mm -hmm. and I would, I would like to use local businesses. So. Well, I've used it for puppies. You sure did. And you got an adorable <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Puppy. It was great. Lots of feedback. Well, mm -hmm. thank you guys. We love you thank long you. time. And then we know, Jack, you have some stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we will send you all of our love. I'm getting turned into Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Again. Facial <laughs> reconstruction surgery. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to <clears throat> keep you guys. You have to. Yeah, we'll have to do a little series on oh, it. Yeah. Or... We'll do a little. Trailer. I'm sure he'll be so thankful. <laughs> Mom, get that video away. Like, yeah. no, honey, it's my turn with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, be fine. Yeah, definitely. I did see one the other day where the girl, um, it was posting um, pictures like day one, post like post up two. Yeah. Three. It yeah. was really cool to watch. Was it on TikTok? Mm, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It might have been. I feel, like, I feel like there's some stories, I, I'm kind of new to TikTok, but I'm yeah finding that there's some stories where you have like this little trilogy of things that happen yeah. too but you definitely should record it yeah we we like, yep do it do it okay so we'll see you next week right yep mm -hmm. same bat time same bat channel same same old same old yeah okay bye you guys <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you central coast strong tiffany and jack hernandez they're so great they are everyone today has been super awesome okay so yeah. do you want to do that little special announcement or do you want me to uh i will let you do it okay so i'm not sure how many viewers we have watching today but we have started best coast business live back in february going weekly instead of bi-monthly pretty sure that's how it goes. And um, Jocelyn Brennan has been instrumental in being a guest co-host for us while Ron Riley has been on medical leave. So we just want to send some special love to Ron and extra thanks to Jocelyn for taking one for the team and being here. And I know Ron's got a birthday coming up. So we just want to send our thanks and our love to Mr. Ronald Riley, I think it's the third. I'm not sure. You probably know more than I do. No, wow. I just not. I might have made that up. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. But either way, we're very grateful for our producers and for our guests. Since we're co-strong, Jocelyn Brennan, Terry Banish with the City of Tascadero, Deputy City Manager, and everyone else involved. So, anything else you want to throw in there, sweet? Sister? And to you, we're thankful to you as well, Andrea, for hosting and having me on it's been a lot of fun has been a lot of fun especially with our green screens we look like we're sitting on the ocean back here i know if only i could like hand you something <laughs> wait wait let's try it how do i do it i'm sorry reaching over to my right and you're reaching over to your left but salute <laughs> okay well thanks see you next time all right see you next time Ciao, Bella.